Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Health Nuts podcast with certified holistic nutrition consultants, Mary Vance and Caitlin Weeks. Our goal is to dispel mainstream nutrition myths and bring you the best in holistic health and real food education. Hey, Caitlin. Hi, Mary. How are you today? Doing well. I'm I'm sipping apple cider vinegar diluted with a little water uh, because I'm doing an experiment. I always recommend that to people to see if it helps digestive function and boost energy during the day. Wow, that sounds good. I mean, I heard it's really (laughs) good for um, uh, stomach acid. It is. Stomach acid production, it's always touted as a miracle cure for everything and i use it to as a hair rinse and i like that so oh i've had the problem using it as a hair rinse and like i use too much and it's like my it's the weirdest chemical reaction like your hair turns into like a grease pit it's amazing well you can't use it with baking soda i don't think because then it turns into to a, a giant salad or something i don't <laughs> use it at the same like i'll rinse the baking soda out and then you can you are supposed to, but I think you're supposed to put it in water and dilute it, which, you know, I never That's do. That's what I do, yeah. I never do. I never do. I'm just lazy, so um, basically I just stopped using anything, and I'm just, you know, living in the woods now, so. <laughs> the woods of San Francisco. Yeah. Well, today we're talking about detox, and speaking of apple cider vinegar, which has also been touted as a detoxification remedy, and we're going to be talking about my book called Three Weeks to Vitality, which is a whole foods-based 21-day detox program. And I wrote a book all all about it. And we'll be talking about, especially is there a right or wrong way to detox? Because detox is a pretty trendy topic and something that people use as a quick fix to lose weight. And there is a right and a wrong way to detox. And there are healthy and unhealthy ways that you can do a detox or a cleanse, as it's also called. So today we're going to be talking about that, and why don't you go ahead and disclaimer us before we get started. Okay. The only purpose of this podcast is to educate and to inform. It is no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided with the understanding that it does not constitute medical advice or services. Instead, we encourage you to discuss your health concerns with a licensed provider. Caitlin Weeks and Mary Vance assume no liability for your connection for your activities in connection with this podcast. All righty. So what is new on your site before we get started? We'll do some newsy updates. Well, I wrote a post about, um, we have a friend, Hannah, from a website called Healy Real Food Vegetarian. And, you know, we want her to not be vegetarian anymore, but <laughs> but we're... But we're just trying to love her through it. So um, she wrote a e-book, an e-book all about uh, being a real food vegetarian. And I think the reason I wanted to write about it, besides her being my friend, was that, you know, I think her book does have some really good qualities because it points out the ways to eat vegetarian and maybe not run into some of the nutritional deficiencies that that I ran into when I was a vegetarian. And if I had only had that kind of information, you know, maybe I I wouldn't have gotten sick or maybe it would have been a more sustainable lifestyle. Um, But I did basically everything wrong. So I really wanted to point out the ways that you could maybe stay on a vegetarian diet 
but not get unhealthy and not get nutrient deficiencies. So that's what six ways to stay healthy if you choose vegetarianism is a new post that I wrote. And, um, you know, it highlights all about soaking and sprouting your grains and avoiding soy and avoiding processed foods. You know, many vegetarians just get into this kind of pizza and uh, ice cream and stuff like that. So um, that's one thing I wrote about. And I'm going to be having a guest blog over at Real Food Forager. I wrote one of the recipes for my books called uh, Moussaka. So it's oh, kind, yum. Of, kind of a paleo lasagna <laughs> Uh, Greek kind of, it actually was, originates in Turkey, so um, it's going to be out on Real Food Forager, and of course I'll link to it, and so that, it looks like it has a big thing of cheese on the top, but it's actually dairy-free, so awesome. look, look out for that. Yeah, I wanted to say one thing about Hannah's book you were talking about, her site is Healy Real Food vegetarian. So she does focus on eating real foods, which is awesome because a lot of those vegetarian products are all fake meat processed foods. So I'm glad that you pointed that out on your site and that we can maybe join a bridge between the vegetarians and the paleo meat eaters and uh, hope that everybody in the end just picks the right plan for himself or herself. Absolutely. So on over on my site, Caitlin is grassfedgirl.com and I'm Mary Vance NC, like nutrition consultant.com. I put up a post uh, about parasite infections because I work with so many people who are trying to heal their digestive tracts, and usually parasites and pathogenic bacteria or bad bacteria overgrowth is at the root of that, or if they have an IBS or Crohn's diagnosis, typically parasite infections can exacerbate that. So Read all about that and all about the testing that I recommend and the uh, protocol that I use to kill off bad bacteria in the gut. Well, that's kind of what happens, right? When you get all these nutrient deficiencies and gut inflammation, you're kind of an open door for these gut bugs, right? Yeah, you're exactly right. And uh, oftentimes at the heart of IBS and Crohn's diagnoses are these little buggers that live in your digestive tract that are creating a lot of inflammation and that causes your stress hormones to go crazy and it can cause a lot of other symptoms in the body like hormone imbalance and fatigue and you're not absorbing everything you're eating so you can start gaining weight because you have uncontrollable cravings and hunger. So hopefully this article will help a lot of people who feel kind of lost because their doctors might run tests on them and they tell them nothing's wrong but they're not running the right types of tests so it's really helpful to have you know, other practitioners on your side and you know what they're doing. Well, it's really important to get tests from certain labs because the ones usually done at the hospitals and don't even pick up the right bugs. So Yeah, exactly. And our podcast with Steve Wright of SCD, we talk about using the right labs and also how to start healing and reversing IBS and Crohn's through diet. So, well, let's... And, well, one other announcement I want to make is, you know, talking about detox today, I'm actually running a virtual 21-day detox workshop that's based on the program in my book, and that starts Saturday, October 5th, and you can sign up on my website, maryvancednc.com. And so today we are going to talk all about my book and why I decided to 
write it and a little bit more about detox because I feel like detox is really trendy and everybody's kind of talking about it, don't you? Do you hear a lot about it? Oh, yeah. Especially <laughs> especially here in San Francisco, they have all these delivery detox juice services and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, you can on um, Groupon and some of those other sites you can order a $79 detox and they'll deliver you three days worth of juice and then you hole up in your house and drink a lot of juice and poop a lot, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what people are doing. There was but... a, on Modern Family, it was like a rerun, but it was Cameron and the other guy, they were, they were a couple and they were trying to detox and um, <laughs> then like they started hallucinating and one like <laughs> ran out into the ocean and yeah, it was just hilarious to see them go through the phases, and they were like, um, "They're really, one of them is really dramatic." Cameron, the the heavy set one, is more dramatic, and he was just he was like acting out all these phases of the detox. It was just hilarious. <laughs> That's a, a really good parody of what can happen on some of those cleanses. <laughs> so, Mary, tell us how you got interested in detoxing in the first place. Well, I guess looking way back when, uh, in the early days of my 20s, before I even went back to school to study nutrition, I was really interested in nutrition, and I was a vegetarian at the time. And of course, I wanted to be healthy, and I wanted to lose some weight, so I got my hands on this book, and it was a really detailed description of how to do a, a juice cleanse for seven days. So I read book cover to cover and I was really interested in it because the book talked about not only cleansing your body but also how this could be a spiritual cleanse for your mind so I got I went to the farmer's market I lived in Atlanta at the time and I bought $150 worth of vegetables and fruits to do this juice cleanse and I did it and I you know felt all right doing it but when it was over I didn't really necessarily come off the juice cleanse properly and it really screwed me up and I felt terrible afterwards and I was in the bathroom all the time and I then after that felt really bloated and awful when I started reintroducing real food back into my diet instead of just drinking juice and uh, I then you know started studying nutrition as a career and Seeing people around me doing all these, you know, people who get frustrated and have a weekend binge where they ate a bunch of pizza and pasta and drank a bunch of beer and they felt fat on Monday. So they went to Whole Foods and bought a box cleanse and then pooped for a couple of days and felt like they were cleansed. So I started realizing, you know, that this was a fad and that people weren't doing it in the right way, you know. And so once I graduated from school and I started teaching workshops, just health workshops, I realized how many people out there, there was such a demand for people who wanted to learn how to detox safely. And the thing with detoxing is it's really a time-honored tradition. I mean, people have been doing it for, you know, since the beginning of time, basically, for religious or spiritual reasons. Uh, And also just for purification of, of body and mind. So there is a right and a wrong way to do it. And... So the purpose of me wanting to write this book was I, you know, I started teaching these detox workshops and teaching people how to cleanse properly without using these fads and these kits that can actually be harmful to your health or, you know, drinking that lemon cayenne honey water for three weeks, which can land people in the hospital. I had, you know, a couple of people that I've heard who've had to go to the emergency room on that cleanse. So long story short, I, you know, wanted to create a really safe, 
detox program out there that teaches people how to kick the junk out of their diet and eat real food and how to support your liver detox pathways because your liver, your poor liver is your hardest working organ and it deserves a little love. So you can see my book. It's on my site and it's also on three weeks to vitality.com. Um, and so, yeah, that's a little history behind why I decided that this information really needed to be out there. Wow. Um, that's really cool. And I know you have led so many groups and you've always been doing that since I've known you. So you must have learned a whole lot from doing that. Um, so, you know, when somebody thinks about doing it, a detox, is it just, do you think it's, we really need to detox or is it just a fad? Well, that's a good question. And, you know, my short answer to that is that today in our environment, we're exposed to an unprecedented number of toxins just with the air we breathe. And especially if you live in an urban environment and everything that you apply to your skin and that everything that you eat and drink and swallow, if you're on over the counter or pharmaceutical drugs, um, and you know, the, all of that has to be detoxed by the liver. And I read recently that the average woman puts 515 different chemicals on her body daily. And that can be, you know, from lotions and cosmetics and, and what happens is that all of that has, you know, these are, there are so many chemicals that can be harmful to the body that they have to be neutralized and then excreted. And the count and the liver is in charge of neutralizing all these toxins. So what can happen is eventually that can lead to liver congestion. And then if you, even if you're eating organic as much as possible, you know, we're exposed to pesticides and herbicides and polluted groundwater and, um, you know, everything from household cleaning products to traffic pollution, all of that, um, eventually it can cause your body's total threshold for toxins to become exceeded. And then, the liver can't really process the number of toxins that you're introducing and it can get backed up and become congested. And that's when symptoms result. So, you know, if you have, you know, in the past eaten kind of a standard American diet filled with chemicals or you've taken a lot of pharmaceuticals or pain meds or you're starting to find that you're gaining weight or feeling sluggish or foggy headed or tired or having trouble sleeping even though you're exhausted uh, and especially digestive symptoms that can be a result of toxicity. So there's a lot of symptoms that I cover in my book, um, you know, from hormone balance because your liver is in charge of detoxing and metabolizing hormones to cholesterol. And there are other markers to tell who would be a really good candidate for a detox, but just generally, um, you know, if you're feeling kind of low energy and crappy and that you, you put on a few pounds and, and you know that you, um, like I mentioned, have exposure to, to toxic chemicals, then it's a good idea to just sort of help support your liver and kind of clean out your liver's detox pathways to uh, improve your health overall. So why do people think it's just a fad? Well, I think because obviously as soon as something becomes trendy, um, the natural herb and you know the pharmaceutical industry as well everything everybody wants to capitalize on that so 
I think a lot of people really want to use a detox, especially to lose weight. So what they'll do is they'll go to the health food store and buy one of those kits that have some really harsh, strong herbs in them. And what they do is they make basically just land you on the toilet for several days and then you feel lighter because you've Sounds basically good. been pooping for several days. But I mean, the problem with that is that it doesn't really cleanse the liver. All it does is it's their harsh herbal laxatives that just cause you to poop a lot. So you might get a, a good digestive cleanse out of that, but it's actually not, there are no herbs in that kit necessarily that are really acting on cleansing the liver. So that is actually not really sustainable and it doesn't really achieve the full body cleanse. It mostly just, you'll drop several pounds probably because you've just cleared yourself out pretty well. But uh, also that can cause issues because, you know, you're not absorbing food that you're eating for that few days because you're just pooping everything out. And, and so, you know, long story short with that is that a lot of those chemicals, or I'm sorry, a lot of the herbs in those kits that you buy over the counter are just really designed to kind of clear you out without actually restoring health in the liver or, you know, teaching you anything about, um, you know, removing the foods that you need to remove. So that in that way it can be a fad if there are you know several different kits out there that or plans that you read online where you're just kind of fasting and drinking you know that lemon water like i talked about those can actually do more harm than good yeah um, dr karazian used to have one it was basically like sugar water that <laughs> that he would say would unwind insulin resistance, but I don't. It didn't make any sense to me. But well, I, I think you know your cases. Yeah, and if you're working with a practitioner, I think there is. You know, if you have very specific health problems, then um, then that's something different. Especially if you're. I know for um, for very specific cases like that, where someone has severe autoimmune disease and they react to every single thing they eat and they can't eat anything without a leaky gut reaction, then sometimes, you know, those medical food cleanses are, um, a necessity just to calm down someone's inflammation. But your detox is safe for doing at home, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, so, you know, again, I, I talk about this in the, the book, if you're, you know, feeling fatigued or foggy headed, or you have numerous GI issues like constipation or heartburn or bloating, or if, you know, your diet has slipped and you've been eating a lot of processed food or sugar or drinking too much alcohol, or if you're planning for baby, you know, this is a great cleanse to do preconception just to kind of clear everything out. And it can really help restore hormone balance because, as I mentioned, you know, the liver's in charge of metabolizing hormones. So if you have excess estrogens built up because you've been exposed to, um, you know, conventional meats that have antibiotics in them and, and uh, a lot of pollutants and chemicals are called xenoestrogens because they take the shape of our body's own estrogens and can build up in the body. So those are all, you know, if you want to jumpstart weight loss as well, those are all good uh, reasons to do a cleanse. And, uh, we'll talk more about the book too, but it's, you know, I give everybody guidelines for a 21 day program that you can easily do at home or grab a buddy and, and do it with a friend. But, you know, according to Chinese medicine, the spring and the fall are when your organs of detoxification are the most active and you'll get the most benefit from doing a cleanse. So that's why, you know, I typically teach these detox workshops in the spring and the fall and, 
we have one coming up starting the Saturday because people see really great benefits and the weather's still warm and it's kind of a, a good time when the seasons are changing to sort of clean out and restore your energy and your health and your balance for a new season that's coming. So let me just make sure I understand that the type of person that needs to detox would be somebody who's maybe done a lot of yo-yo dieting or maybe somebody who's been eating a standard American diet uh, for a long time, maybe somebody who's, uh, who's wanting to have a baby um, or somebody who maybe just feels really stressed out or might, might just feel like they want to have a jump start kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It's great for hitting the reset button. Uh, and especially if you've noticed some of these issues creeping in over time and you want to kind of hit the, you know, hit the reset button and restart, especially for hormone balance. If you notice a worsening in PMS symptoms or bloating, or if you notice a worsening in your digestive symptoms, um, what a cleanse can really offer is cutting out a lot of the foods that can contribute to those symptoms and allowing a lot of the inflammation that you might be experiencing to kind of calm down for, for 21 days. And it, you know, it goes a lot deeper than diet. There are also lifestyle modifications you can make that you can adapt, you know, habits that you can continue going, um, on after you finish the cleanse that'll kind of assist you in maintaining your benefits too. Sounds great. So tell us a little bit more about what your detox entails. So this one is food-based, you know, and I was mentioning earlier, you know, a lot of supplements and the kits that you can buy. And, and I do recommend liver cleansing herbs, but the most important thing I do is have people remove the foods from their diet that can cause the most problems or food allergy symptoms or, or inflammation. And so those are gluten, dairy, soy, corn, sugar, alcohol, coffee, and usually eggs too. Those foods can cause food allergy symptoms in people. And oftentimes, you know, people won't even be aware that they have food intolerances and they'll remove those foods for 21 days. And then at the end, the book teaches you how to, and in the workshops, we teach you how to add those foods back in and you can tell by symptoms uh, if your symptoms return when you add the foods back in, you can tell if you have an intolerance to those foods. So that's almost one of the benefits that people enjoy from this process the most is that they figure out which foods work for them and which don't. And, you know, sometimes habits creep in over time that you're not even really aware of, like your nightly glass of wine or sometimes someone's nightly bottle of wine or someone's coffee habit can really kind of start to get out of control. And they are it's kind of just a habit that they're not mindful about or aware of and then when you remove those foods for a period of time you realize how great you can feel without them and then it helps you sort of reestablish a healthy relationship with the foods that you're using so maybe you only eat sugar every once in a while on a special occasion maybe you realize you don't need your daily cup of coffee or your nightly glass of wine so removing those foods also helps calm down a lot of inflammation and what you do is you add in liver friendly foods. So protein is really important here. You know, a lot of cleanses people think are vegan or vegetarian and, uh, and your body actually needs protein to detox. And this is really important because you're, when you digest proteins, they're broken down into amino acids and your liver needs those amino acids to produce glutathione and N-acetylcysteine and some of these other antioxidants that the liver uses to cleanse. So 
you know, whole organic sources of protein, like wild fish and poultry and a little bit of grass-fed beef and lamb. Um, and then the leafy greens, the cruciferous and kale and spinach and brightly colored veggies, you know, now that we are in autumn, the winter squash, those are good ones, um, some fruits, nuts and seeds. And then in my cleanse program, I also give you the option of using a cleansing smoothie that I recommend, which is made from uh, pea protein and rice protein. And I teach you how to kind of build the best cleansing smoothie that's not, you know, some nasty jamba juice monstrosity, but it actually has beneficial cleansing properties to it too. And a lot of people who are kind of on the go and busy and don't have a lot of time to cook really appreciate that because it takes the stress off um, cooking in the morning. And it's also pretty easy to digest, especially if you've had GI problems. It's Some of the smoothies are really easy on your digestive tract. Well, that sounds really good. Um, so tell, tell us some, some examples of mistakes that people make when they detox. Well, again, that's another good question. And I think the first biggest mistake that I've seen is um, people who might be eating, you know, kind of a more standard American diet, and then they launch right into a, a dramatic cleanse, like, say, example, the, the master cleanse, where they're drinking, you know, the lemon water for several days, and that can really cause a lot of hyperglycemic reactions. And when you remove foods from your diet very suddenly without kind of easing into a program, then you can have a lot of detox symptoms and or withdrawal symptoms, um, especially with gluten and dairy. So I offer guidelines in my book on each step of the way and each week you kind of start off with a new plan. So days one through seven are spent, you know, kicking gluten and dairy and soy and corn and sugar and alcohol and, and cleaning up your diet. And, that way you're kind of easing into it. And then the next week things can get a little more advanced. And then, you know, the third week, then you start to add these foods back in. So the biggest mistake really is trying some of these really faddish type dramatic cleanses where you're going from eating, you know, probably not so great a diet just to jumping into drinking lemon water or, um, or doing these kits because there are no, you know, immediate results on this thing. That's why I've designed this program to be three weeks. I mean, you're not going to experience great benefits doing something for three days. It takes a little bit more time than that. You'll experience a lot of, of changes, but they may not be great. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said earlier, there, you know, some people might really feel great if they've been on the toilet for three days, but that's not a liver cleanse. That's mostly just that you pooped everything out and, and um, that doesn't really also affect lasting change um, because you haven't really been taught how to modify any bad habits that you've picked up and you know there's there's sort of a common wisdom out there that says it takes about 21 days to change a habit and I truly believe that because after having coached you know hundreds of people through this very program it, you know, people, the first week, it's hard, and that's why it helps to have support. And then eventually, the second week, they start to get used to it, and then the third week, they're feeling really great. And and that's when they might, may have been able to successfully break their sugar habit or their wine habit or their coffee habit or, you know, their afternoon muffin or cookie habit. And so there's something really valuable about that because we get stuck in these habits kind of mindlessly, and the whole process here 
that I'm trying to instill is a mindfulness around what you're putting in your body and how it makes you feel. Um, but another question I have is, so let's say you don't do a, a master cleanse, but you decide you're going to do green juice all day for, you know, every day, three, maybe three or five green juices per day. Would, would you think that would be safe? Well, I think I'm a big fan of juicing if it's done in the right way. Um, and to answer your question, I don't think juice fasting, meaning that you're drinking only juice is, is a good idea for a lot of people. And that said, you know, I know there are people who are more advanced with their, um, cleansing practices and maybe they eat a really super clean diet and they're really healthy. But if your liver is congested and, you know, I see this come back on test results all the time when I'm running metabolic profiles on people, they're coming back and the tests are showing that both of their liver detox pathways, um, you know, and your, your liver detox pathways are in charge of capturing toxins and then neutralizing them so they can be excreted. So if those pathways are already compromised and you're jumping again, right into doing a, a straight juice fast, you might have some really unpleasant side effects and detox symptoms. So, um, you know, I've seen a lot of people who order those three day, just juice cleanses and where they have, I think it's like the almond milk and chia seed smoothie in the morning. And then you drink five or six juices all afternoon and you might feel good for a couple of days, but then things start to go awry. So again, as I mentioned earlier, I think that the longest term, most beneficial cleanses are ones that include protein to help your liver actually detox effectively um, and the other problem is even though I think green juicing is great, some of those juice fasts have too much sugar for a lot of people, especially if they're including fruit juices. Um, that can be, you know, even if they're wonderful, organic, low sugar apples or berries or whatever, that can still be way too much sugar for someone who might be sugar sensitive or hypoglycemic. So well, especially when there's nothing else going with it. <laughs> exactly. And so with no protein, um, that can really be an unfortunately easy way to find out if you're hypoglycemic. Um, so I, you know, if someone's really into juicing, then there are some green juice recipes that can really facilitate detox. You know, they have some really good phytonutrients and vitamins that can help um, liver detox. And those are perhaps a good accompaniment to a, a cleanse program, but for the, for the average person, I think it's not the best way to go um, if you're looking for lasting results. Yeah, I think that's just people kind of see it on TV and then they think, oh, that's what it is and that's what, I, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And then, but they, what I see so many times is the person binges at the end of that three days and then, you know, all the, the suffering was for nothing, right? Well, exactly. And even more distressing, I think people want a really quick fix, right? And they think, okay, I can, anyone can drink juice for three days. And of course you're going to lose weight. You'll definitely lose weight doing that, but it's not true fat that you're burning. And that's what lasting weight loss happens when you're burning fat. A lot of the times, if you're not getting any protein and, or nutrients, I mean, you're getting a lot of nutrients, but you're not getting protein or fiber, um, and so what happens is you end up losing muscle really quickly and your body, when it sees that you're in a famine state, puts you in kind of a little bit of a stress response. And so your body starts to hold on to fat without, instead of burning it because it thinks you're in a famine time. So what loot, what the first thing that goes is often your muscle mass. So you'll feel tinier and you'll probably weigh less, but 
you haven't lost any fat. What you really lost is muscle. And it's kind of like a boomerang effect, right? You kind of end up gaining back even more because <laughs> you hey, lost yeah. muscle. So what you gain back is you become, your body comp gets worse. You're exactly right. And Especially, I actually see that a lot. Those people's weight will go down, but their body fat might go up or <laughs> they, um, and their muscle mass will go down too. And it's also really important to note that your body, you know, I said earlier that women is something like, you know, they're being exposed to 515 chemicals every day and toxins, if they build up in the body and your liver can't process all of them because there's too many toxins in your body, what your, your body does is store toxins in fat cells. So a lot of the reason that a, a cleanse can help you break through a weight loss plateau is because, you know, once you're assisting your liver and kind of detoxing all those chemicals, uh, your body will start to burn stored fat again because inherently, you know, a lot of people run into a problem where they're having trouble with fat burning because if your body sees that a lot of toxins are stored in your fat tissue, it doesn't want to release that fat, uh, knowing that the toxins are going to be released in, in your bloodstream again. So, uh, doing, you know, a cleanse the right way where you're actually supporting your body's liver detox pathways with some of the herbs that I recommend and also just foods that to facilitate cleansing uh, and doing it over a sustained period of time can kind of help reverse that versus, you know, just the, the quick late loss that we talked about that might just be muscle mass. So um, what can people expect to happen? I mean, I've had clients who one lady told me she was in the bed basically for a week after <laughs> I pulled the gluten out of her diet and grain you know beans and grains and stuff basically just put her on paleo and she just had a cr crushing reaction and um so what but but then i've had other people who had no reaction uh so what i mean no negative reaction so what 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 can people expect to happen when they pull out all these foods and well, you kind of already alluded to the fact that since everybody is so different, that there are different results. Initially, I mean, pretty much everybody ends with the same goal, but what you describe is something I see really common. If someone has been eating uh, foods that they're sensitive to, like gluten, dairy, or soy products, uh, or a lot of sugar... If When they start removing those foods from the diet, they can experience some pretty nasty withdrawal symptoms. And it's a pretty common pattern I see. Um, you know, people will feel really bad for about five days. And then it, it almost always after five days, all of a sudden they'll wake up on around, you know, day five or day six. And they'll be like, oh, my God, I feel amazing. And it's all of a sudden like the fog's cleared out. And your body's gotten rid of the metabolites from gluten and dairy that are causing a lot of inflammation and causing damage and keeping you feeling tired and foggy headed. And as soon as you kick those foods out of your diet, you go through kind of a withdrawal. And then around day five or six, you start to feel great. And you're also, you know, doing some other detox lifestyle habits that I recommend, um, you know, which I'll talk about. And there are very specific liver cleansing herbs that I recommend and, I also really focus on helping people maintain bowel regularity. Like it's so important to poop every day when you're doing this because uh, that is the main vehicle for detoxification in the body is, 
you know, I mean, breathing is one and sweating and urination, but having regular bowel movements means that, you know, that that's where toxins end up and need to be excreted is in your digestive tract. So, you know, if, if you're taking liver cleansing herbs and you're kicking all the junk food out of your diet and toxins are being released, you have to make sure that you're pooping every day so that everything is going to be excreted or else if you're stopped up, then toxins from your bowel can actually be reabsorbed into your system and that, you know, negates the whole process. So, dun, dun, dun. so then, so basically, you know, initially you can feel kind of crappy for the first week and week one in my program is what I call the pre-cleanse. So again, I don't have everybody launch right into major cleansing mode right away. You want to take a good seven days to clean up your diet and start to get, in the, get the hang of what you should be eating, making sure you're pooping regularly, taking some liver cleansing herbs, uh, starting to maintain a routine, making sure you're sleeping enough, you know, getting all those lifestyle habits in place. Uh, and then, you know, mostly people start saying that they are starting to drop weight. You know, they're re- reducing inflammation. You know, their joint pains disappearing. Their allergies clear up. They sleep better. They have more energy. They're clearer headed. Um, the biggest one I notice from people in class is they just look so much better. Like their skin is clear. Their eyes are bright. You know, the first day of <laughs> these workshops, when I used to teach them in person, I now do them all virtually online so that I can reach a larger number of people. But on the first day of class, you know, people are tired. They can't focus. They're not listening to what I'm saying. They're just, they like, just give me my stuff so I can get out of here and figure this out on my own. But, you know, by the last class, when people would come in, they looked completely different. And, and, thank you, Shia. And typically, typically they've, you know, lost some weight and they are way more alert. And a lot of their symptoms have completely resolved. So uh, that, that's kind of the, the major benefit that you notice from the beginning of the cleanse to the end of the cleanse. So uh, I had a question. What can people do, you know, if they get a little bit down in the middle to kind of stay motivated? Well, that's, again, it's really useful, you know, to have the support of someone while you're doing this. But... If not, you know, that's why I often recommend people have a buddy, you know, grab someone, a spouse or someone that can help, um, help keep you motivated. But if you feel like you're kind of falling off the wagon, one thing you can do is just read something that is inspirational. Um, you know, go back and read through the workbook that I've provided, do some journaling, you know, remember why you're doing this process. And usually people are starting to feel so much better by that point. Um, but that's easier to stay motivated. But I also, I tell everybody too, that you can do anything for 21 days. It's really not that long. Um, so just remember what your goals are and remember that the, with each passing day, you're getting closer to reaching your goal. And then usually people are seeing so many beneficial results that, um, once they kind of get over the, the hump and they feel pretty motivated. Yeah, and grab a friend and get them to do it with you so that you can motivate each other and then you could even exercise with that other person. That might help. Yeah, exactly. I mean, doing it with a buddy is really useful because then you have, you know, someone you can hang out with on the weekends and go hiking and go to the sauna and do some sweating, you know, to release toxins and someone who's doing the same thing you are. Yeah, you can go to the farmer's market together. Yeah, exactly. So... Just another thing I'm, that I often get asked is, 
Can you explain a little more about the weight loss and inflammation connection? Yeah, so that's often one of the primary reasons why people want to do a cleanse. And then, you know, once I kind of explain that it's, it goes more than, it goes deeper than weight loss. When you're doing a liver cleanse, you know, oftentimes people can feel puffy and inflamed if they have liver congestion or if they're eating a lot of foods that they might be sensitive to. Um, you know, and initially when you remove all those foods, you lose, you know, quite a bit of weight right away because it's just inflammation lessening. But once your liver starts working well and your detox pathways are kind of cleared, then you're going to be burning fat more effectively. And that can be, you know, something that you'll notice. Usually in the first week, people can lose, you know, five to seven pounds. And then it's stable to lose, you know, a couple more pounds during the rest of the cleanse. So, you know, the average person loses anywhere from five to ten pounds. But the important thing is that it's all um, weight that is sustainable. So it's typically, you know, they're starting to burn fat. And unless they go back to eating exactly the way they were before the cleanse, they can maintain those benefits. And that's another huge part of this. And what I talk about in the book is uh, ways to maintain your benefits and also uh, food allergies because introducing food back in that you were eating before that might have been causing that inflammation might, you know, result in you getting the weight back. Um. Can you repeat that first part a little bit? It cut out. Yeah, they, they started all of a sudden, a team of people doing construction just landed in front of my house, and they're jackhammering out there, and the dogs are going crazy. So um, so I was just saying, you know, the, to summarize, um, you know, people can expect to lose about 5 to 10 pounds, and it can be sustainable because it's just inflammation that's lessening. Uh, and because of, you know, as a result of removing foods that you might have sensitivities to. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, people just so hung up on the calories in, calories out. But when you start to do your liver detox and you get your, your, your blood sugar regulated and you start working on your, uh, removing the digestive inflammation, <clears throat> it all comes together, Right. Yeah, exactly. So that's a huge factor. So you kind of already mentioned this, but how how often should people detox? So I think the best times to detox, as I said, um, are spring and fall. And that's because, you know, it's the change of the season and the weather is warm. And, and again, like I said, according to traditional Chinese medicine, your liver and your large intestine and your lungs are most active meaning those organs are kind of primed and ready for cleansing uh, in the spring and the fall. And, you know, that's also a good time to make sure your health is tuned up for the changes of the season. Well, it's a good time Um, also to kind of reset before you start picking out for the holidays, right? Yeah, I was was about to say. And so fall detox can help you also. Because you've just finished doing this, it helps you stay motivated to not totally tank over the holidays. So... At least once a year, I think. But, you know, especially if you have health goals you're trying to reach, um, like hormone problems or if you have a lot of GI problems, um, they can emit a lot of toxins into the system. So sometimes cleansing twice a year is better for those folks. And, you know, I mentioned earlier there are ways that you can support detox on a daily basis in terms of maintenance. And I discuss a lot of this, too. It can be just... Smaller habits like drinking hot water with lemon and cayenne in the morning, which is really cleansing. 
to doing dry skin brushing or lymphatic massage or taking detox Epsom salt baths or getting to the sauna, making sure you're moving, that you have good bowel function, you know, all of those things, uh, including the foods that I mentioned too, like the cruciferous or even chlorella and spirulina. Those can help detox heavy metals and fermented foods for probiotics and enzymes. So there's a lot you can do kind of to support this whole process and their habits that, you know, we teach people, um, that they can maintain after the cleanse is over and integrate into your daily life to help your liver continue to run smoothly. So that makes me think of another question. If you do kind of live a lifestyle where you are free of a lot of these allergenic foods and do you still need to do a detox? So those folks uh, are kind of less inclined to detox because they already feel like they're living clean. But again, that's where it really depends on the person. And I still think it's beneficial for 21 days. I mean, even if you're eating a perfect diet, because like I mentioned, because of the number of toxins we're exposed to and because of, you know, even if you're sneaking in alcohol every once in a while or taking medications, um, or if you start to feel, you know, like some symptoms are cropping up, then, then it's definitely beneficial to do a cleanse once a year. Because anytime you're directly supporting the liver, then you're going to be helping your body uh, assist in just basic functions like maintaining healthy cholesterol or healthy hormone balance. So it's just a good way for 21 days to kind of, um, you know, clean up your diet and be extra strict and take some liver cleansing herbs and support your digestion. And, and so maybe, you know, a 14-day detox would be better for those uh, those types of people, but definitely everyone can benefit just because of, you know, the nature of us all living in a toxic society, you know? Well, it's kind of just a reminder. I mean, I know we've talked about this, you know, you, you start to, I see client, old clients used to, you know, start, the sugar would start creeping back in, the, the gluten-free bread might start coming back in, just little things, the milk might be slacking on, you know, their, their, eating just kind of whatever in their coffee and, you know, they're eating more cheese and just, it's just like kind of a reminder of that, you know, you feel better when you don't have these things, you know? Exactly. And that, and that can be something, you know, it can also, even if you're eating perfectly paleo, but you're still really dependent on your morning coffee or your nightly wine, or like you said, cheese, you know, just kicking those things out for a while and hitting the reset button and getting a baseline reading for how you feel without all the extra substances can just be good to remind you why you're using certain foods or beverages and if you really need them. So just, uh, oh, this is one thing um, also, what, so if somebody wanted to just buy some products to kind of support their detox, is there some stuff they could get at the, at the store or off Amazon that might uh, be easy to get? There are very specific products I recommend. Um, and again, depending on the person, I like um, herbal blends that have liver cleansing herbs in them, like Oregon grape root or milk thistle. And they have nutrients like N acetylcysteine and vitamin C that also help to facilitate cleansing. Uh, and some of them have some really good amino acids in them too.
So Design for Health Detox Support Packs offer all of those, and I, I like to use those. But, again, this is such a personalized uh, system that it kind of, again, depends on what you're hoping to accomplish. But generally everybody does very well on the, on the detox nutrients, and then you can choose to use the cleansing smoothie that I like. I like um, BioCleanse is a, a good one for that. Uh, and also extra fiber, as I mentioned, is great for helping bind up excess toxins in the gut. So chia seeds and psyllium together or apple pectin is great. And then I have people add in, you know, super greens like spirulina and chlorella and maybe some extra probiotics to help a digestive cleanse. But it's really important to stay away from, like I mentioned earlier, from those harsh herbal laxatives that don't offer any liver cleansing support. They just make you poop a lot. Um, this is one kind of swirling around paleo community. A lot of the people wonder about is the wheatgrass and the barley grass and some of those things that become gluten later. You know, what is your stance on that as, as far as for people who are sensitive to gluten? So in some of these products that I recommend, uh, Vitamineral Green is one, and Amazing Grass, they are certified gluten-free. And wheatgrass and barley grass, when they're plucking them and making, you know, from the young plant and incorporating them or juicing them into these uh, super greens formulas, they do test them for gluten, and they're all, uh, you know, certified gluten-free. So... Um, wheatgrass especially, I mean, I don't know, I'm not crazy about wheatgrass, but it is in some of those blends. And I think, you know, between, um, the barley grass and wheatgrass, that's, you know, that shouldn't be of concern for anyone. Yeah, I think, um, you just kind of have to go with your, your gut on that one. But, uh, <laughs> but also- you can also just get, you know, if someone's really worried about it, I'll just tell them to get, you know, there's just straight spirulina or straight chlorella out there or, um, you know, from the Klamath Lake makes a really good one, too, that you can get on Amazon. Um, so people can just use those formulas. But like I said, those are great for minerals and everyday cleansing, and they also help detox heavy metals. So those can be really great. So I am ready to detox, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> well... So I'm starting a group on October 5th, and you can join from from everywhere. We have um, already several people joined. Um, but if and you can you can also just buy my book on my website or threeweeksdovitality.com, and it outlines everything that we've talked about today. And you can uh, grab a buddy and and do it on your own. Yeah, we were in a group in January last in 2013, and the people wrote in that they were all dropping 10 pounds and it was really, they were all fitting into clothes and um, it was really inspirational to see them losing, just feeling so good. And uh, so just kind of as a takeaway for people, just how can we support detox on a daily basis? So as I mentioned earlier, just once you've kind of titrated it off the cleanse and you've discovered which foods might be the foods that you're sensitive to, you want to avoid those and just include the liver-friendly foods every day. So beets and carrots and eggs, if you're not allergic to eggs, 
sweet potatoes, kale, Brussels sprouts, chard, leafy greens, the organic proteins, the good fats. Those are all a great way to just keep your liver happy and support liver detox. And then the lifestyle stuff, you know, get rid of all your toxic cleaning products, get rid of your toxic cosmetics, do the dry skin brushing, the lymphatic drainage, because the lymph system is so important for detox. Take your Epsom salt baths. Um, you know, if you kind of really blew it over the weekend, you can take a liver cleansing tincture with some of the herbs I mentioned, like milk thistle or organ grapefruit every once in a while. Like if you went out partying and drank too much or ate some junk food, and that's a good way to kind of just support your liver through that. And make sure you're pooping every day. That's really important and that you're drinking enough water and green tea is great for detox and hot water with lemon. So just using those lifestyle tips that I give in the book uh, and cleaning up your environment so that you're using non-toxic products on your skin and in your home, that's really important too. Well, it sounds great, Mary. So everyone needs to get Mary's book at Mary Vance NC or 21 days to vitality.com, right? Three weeks to vitality.com. But yes, it's on either one of those sites. And if you want to join our class this Saturday, then you have until Friday to sign up and you can get the support of myself and my colleague who's an acupuncturist for 21 days. And we guide you through the program and give you daily tips and can offer personalized recommendations on, you know, any liver or intestinal cleansing products we think might be good for you. Well, it sounds awesome. So stay tuned. We're going to have more shows coming up. We're going to do one on menopause. We're going to have a lady on named Kim who wrote a book about doing ketosis diet, and she lost 40 pounds, so she's going to tell us all about it. And later on in December, we're going to have Dr. Kalish again talking about brain chemistry and depression. We're going to have a show about how to stay healthy during the holidays. So we have a lot of great things coming up. And make sure and leave us a review in iTunes and share this podcast with your friends. And stay healthy till next time. All right. Thanks for letting me ramble on about my book and detox. And I hope it's helpful for people. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it was. Thank you, Mary. Bye-bye. Bye.